Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Krull, and this is episode number 25 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to jump over to the west coast of the United States and over to Disney California Adventure Park to experience World of Color, which happens to be my favorite nighttime show at any Disney park. And in particular, we're not going to just enjoy the original version of World of Color, we're going to enjoy a very particular celebration that coincided with Disneyland's 60th anniversary. The show was called World of Color Celebrate, hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. So in today's episode, I'll tell you a little bit about the history of World of Color. I'll share with you some fun facts and details perhaps you didn't know before about this nighttime show over at Disneyland. And we'll, of course, take you for a journey with me to this park in the evening to experience and enjoy this amazing nighttime show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer Podcast. World of Color first debuted over at Disney California Adventure on June 11th, 2010. Prior to this show, there really wasn't too much of a nighttime experience over at this park. But thanks to World of Color, it is now one of the most exciting nighttime shows you can see at any Disney park, and one I would dare to say you should make the trip to Disneyland just to experience, and to experience all the other amazing attractions over there, of course. Uh, World of Color was designed by Walt Disney Creative Entertainment, and it has so many amazing features and such a rich history that I wanted to share with you. First of all being that this nighttime show includes 1,200 fountains. It includes lights, lasers, fog, and scenes and music from some of your favorite Disney movies, which I will get to in just a minute. Unbelievably, this nighttime show cost $75 million to design and build, and it took 15 months to fully assemble and test over at Paradise Pier, which now, of course, is Pixar Pier. It was built in the Paradise Pier Lagoon, and during the period of construction, they drained the entire lagoon in order to build, assemble, and test this nighttime show. And then prior to the show coming to life on June 11th in 2010, they filled the lagoon back up, and it is now, to this day, an experience that you can enjoy over at Disney California Adventure. Now, World of Color was originally inspired by the TV show Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color, which aired on ABC from 1954 to 1991. 
although it technically coincided with the first few years of my life, I do not remember World of Color, but I know that there are some listeners out there who perhaps did experience watching Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color on TV. And if you did, I definitely want to hear from you what that experience was like. Um, The TV show was originally created for Walt to promote Disneyland and some of the Disney movies that were being developed. So if you ever go onto YouTube or if you look into some of the uh, Disney archives, you can actually see some of those TV episodes. There were hundreds that were created, but the original ones did feature Walt Disney and and are some of the most uh, treasured TV episodes in the Disney history in general. Um, And because of that, in addition to the show being, uh, you know, created by Walt Disney, it also had a very interesting theme song, which is also used in World of Color. What I love about that theme song is that it is something that was written by Richard and Robert Sherman. So for those of you who might not know Richard and Robert Sherman, they are the famous brother duo who developed so many classic songs for the Disney theme parks and movies, two of the most popular being all the songs in Mary Poppins. And if you've ever written uh, It's a Small World, Carousel of Progress is a great big beautiful tomorrow. Richard and Robert Sherman wrote those songs. And so the World of Color show over at Disney California Adventure did feature a slightly varied version of that wonderful world, wonderful world of color TV show. And it is one of those songs that will literally just send chills down your spine. It gives me goosebumps every single time. The original version of World of Color, the nighttime show, featured many popular Disney movies. And as I mentioned, I would list some of them. Uh, I'm not going to list every single one because there's a ton, but some of the most uh, significant ones of the show, some of those that actually are featured um, in detail, are The Little Mermaid, Finding Nemo, Fantasia 2000, Wally, Toy Story, Up, Aladdin, Pocahontas, A Bug's Life, Bambi, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Lion King, Enchanted, Beauty and the Beast, and so many more. As I mentioned, there are some sequences that feature many Disney movies, but these are some that were really the significant parts of the show. And in true Disneyland fashion, the Nighttime Spectacular has seen many variations as well, including scenes to promote Tron Legacy, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, Brave, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. In fact, the first time I saw this show, I saw it when they were promoting Brave, so I saw a slightly different version of World of Color. I should mention that there was also a sequence that instead of the Lion King featured the Hunchback, sorry, instead of Pirates of the Caribbean featured the Hunchback of Notre Dame. So there were some pretty interesting versions of this show. Um, And the show also has seen a holiday version called Winter Dreams. I do love this version of the show. I did get to see it in 2016. It is a uh, a wonderful show to see. So if you uh, get the chance to head on over to Disneyland for the holidays and uh, enjoy Winter Dreams, I would encourage you to do so. If not, just check it out on YouTube. It's amazing. As I mentioned in today's episode, though, we're going to step back to one of my favorite versions of the show, which I got to see in 2015 called World of Color Celebrate. Now, this was part of Disneyland's 60th anniversary and paid special tribute to Walt Disney and to Disneyland. 
It was hosted by Neil Patrick Harris, who is a Disney fan himself, and featured an entirely new and different sequence that included some of Walt's most famous movies and attractions throughout his life. It really is a touching tribute to Walt Disney, one that I would equate to One Man's Dream over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, but on a much grander and emotional scale. It also features as part of the uh, end of the show, a new song that was written by Richard Sherman called Forever Young. And just a word of warning, get your tissues ready. It is a touching, touching song, one that truly will make you want to head to Disneyland, um, or at the very least, one that will uh, make you feel so um, emotional and proud and optimistic about the whole Disney universe. So as I said, get those tissues ready. But I definitely hope you, as I said, uh, enjoyed learning a few things about World of Color that perhaps you didn't learn before. As I said, it is my favorite nighttime show. I go back and forth as to whether I enjoy this or Happily Ever After more. I think I'll have to go experience both a few more times to really decide which one's better. But I honestly love World of Color. It gave me goosebumps the first time that I saw it. Uh, it still gives me goosebumps to this day, and I am just overwhelmed with how beautiful this attraction is. I don't think audio alone can give you complete, give it complete justice, but uh, nonetheless, it still will give you a really amazing perspective of what World of Color Celebrate had to offer. So this is going to be an experience that I would encourage you to enjoy with over-the-ear headphones. If you don't have some, uh, or if you have them readily available, I would encourage you to grab them. It's the way to really enjoy this experience to the fullest. So sit back, relax, and enjoy World of Color Celebrate. celebrate the wonderful world of Walt Disney. Oh, boy. Say, Mickey, ready to get the show underway? Oh, you bet. Celebrate a world filled with magic. Just wish upon a star that shines so bright. Enter a world of make-believe. Let your dreams come true. my true honor to pay tribute to a very special man, Walt Disney. A man whose legacy continues to bring smiles and laughter to millions around the world. You see, Walt had a dream. In fact, he had many dreams. And in his lifetime, he saw them come true. Celebrate a world filled with magic. Just wish upon a star. Shine. 
Walt's very first dreams was special and dear to his heart. It was the creation of Mickey Mouse. Oh, oops. Mickey Mouse. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> now, now, Ruby. I missed my cue. Mickey Mouse. That's me. <laughs> I just didn't want you to miss out. This next section is all about you. Me? Gosh, then what are we waiting for? Yeah. I think Walt summed you up the best. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Now that's why I want this part of the show to belong to Mickey. Because the story of Mickey is truthfully the real beginning of Disneyland. Well, who would you look at that? It's me, in Steamboat Willie, from back in 1928. See, Mickey, Walt dreamed up something special when he created you. Aww. But Walt wasn't satisfied just making popular cartoons. He had something else in mind. It was an impractical dream, something at the end of the rainbow. The first full-length animated film. Yup, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Hi-ho! Hi-ho! 
1937, a star-studded premiere at Carpe Circle Theater. Everybody cheered! we know is history. Snow White was only the beginning. Just look what came from there.
Walt's groundbreaking animated films came to define family entertainment. But Walt's considerable imagination couldn't be contained. He had an even bigger dream in mind, much bigger. A dream called Disneyland. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Oh, <laughs> 
With Disneyland, Walt created a magic kingdom, an enchanted place for making lasting memories with family and friends. And you might even say, it became the happiest place on earth. Years ago, Walt Disney planted a seed, and look at what his dreams grew into. Yes, over time, lots of things have come and gone, but Disneyland has remained a constant in our lives. I grew up with Disneyland, and I can't imagine my world without it. Can you? Gosh, I sure can't. Walt put it best when he said, Disneyland is a work of love, and like all happy endings, it will be ours to treasure forevermore. Celebrate a world filled with magic Where happiness is found around the bend Where all your dreams and fantasies Magically will never end If you had the chance to do it over again, do you think you'd do anything differently? Well, if I had it to do over again, uh, I think, uh, no, I don't think it would. <laughs>
We hope you enjoyed World of Color Celebrate. Have a wonderful evening. And remember, if you can dream it, you can do it. May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. And with that, we close out episode 25 of the Imagineer podcast. I hope I didn't make you too emotional with this episode, but as I said, it is one of those experiences that I really loved getting the chance to see. It's something that was so specific to a period of time, Disneyland's 60th anniversary, and is something that if you didn't get the chance to visit Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park during this period of time, I wanted to give you that rare glimpse and to give you something to enjoy that perhaps you have not had the chance to enjoy before. I want to hear from you, though, if you have had the chance to enjoy 
World of Color Celebrate in person or just the World of Color show in general. What do you think about World of Color? Is it your favorite? Do you like Happily Ever After more? Do you like Fantasmic more? Perhaps you like Illuminations more or even Rivers of Light. What is your favorite nighttime show at any of the Disney parks? Is it World of Color? If it's not World of Color, what do you think about this show in general? And as I said, if you did get the chance to experience one of these variations, including Celebrate, or Winter Dreams, or some of the overlays that included the upcoming movies in the Disney universe, I want to hear what your thoughts are. So how exactly can you send in your feedback? There are a few ways to do that. Either you can send me an email at imagineyourpodcast at gmail.com, or you can send me a private message on any of our social media channels and or a public message on any of our social media channels. Uh, those include Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can reach us on Facebook or Instagram at Imagine Your Podcast or on Twitter at Imagine Your Audio. The other thing I would encourage you to do is to join our private Facebook group, which is open to anybody. Uh, but it is a closed group over on Facebook, which is the Imagine Your Podcast Disney fan community. The two easiest ways to find that group are to go to Facebook and enter into your search bar, Imagine Your Podcast Disney fan community, or even simpler, go to facebook.com slash Imagine Your Podcast. Be sure to like our page if you don't do so already and click on the community tab, which will take you over to our group. Go ahead and request access to that group. I will grant you access as soon as I see that notification come through on my end and definitely look forward to interacting with you one-on-one and with all other Disney fans in that channel. Right now, it's a place to share your thoughts and questions, share vacation photos, some of your favorite videos or anything else you want to share about the Disney parks, movies, music, Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, anything you love in the world of Disney. It's a place to collaborate in a very positive and warm and welcoming environment. So I would encourage you to join us over there. And I want to thank those of you who have taken the opportunity to send in some of your feedback about some previous episodes. In fact, I saw a lot of love come in about episode 23, Horizons, and I want to take it the, just a quick moment to thank a couple of folks who did write in on, uh, first of all, being Instagram. Uh, I did have rach.k428 leave us a wonderful comment on our Instagram post, which said, loved this episode. I visited Disney when I was 11 and rode this and loved it. Of course, when I went again as an adult, I couldn't remember what ride it was. And the first 30 seconds of the episode, I was like, this was it. Love the show. Shared it with Disney loving friends. First of all, Rach, I definitely am so happy to hear that you had the chance to experience Horizons, that you had those fond memories, and that I was able to... uh, help you recall which attraction that it was. As I said, you know, Horizons was one of those attractions I really did love as a kid as well. And so I'm so happy that I gave you a chance to stroll down memory lane again. And thank you so, so much for sharing out this episode with your Disney friends. I also want to give a shout out to Jeanette, who did write in a wonderful review for us several weeks ago and who wrote in on our Disney fan community on Facebook, our closed group, and said uh, about the Horizons episode, oh my gosh, where do I start? Well, first of all, it was amazing and awesome growing up in the 90s. Joanna's going to really appreciate that one, Jeanette. (laughs) This attraction meant so much to me because it meant so much to my family. My mom had to ride it at least twice each trip, and I always felt so excited to decide the outcome. 
This attraction was in the lineup of classic Epcot attractions for me. It really entertains all while making me want to know and learn more. Thank you so much for such a touching, nostalgic, and passionate episode. I could really hear the loving fans spreading the true Disney philosophy and also educating the children. A true joy to listen to, a real walk down memory lane. Jeanette, I'm so glad that for you, I could also help you take that stroll down memory lane. And I'm so glad you have such warm and fond memories of Horizons like I do. It is one of those attractions, as I said in the episode, that so many Disney fans have come to love over the years and so many miss, myself included, with it now being uh, over 20 years extinct. Uh, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm I'm sad that it had to go away, but uh, something that I'm so glad we can look back on and uh, really enjoy fondly uh, some fond memories about this uh, amazing ride. And for those of you at home who are perhaps, uh, you know, wanting to send in some feedback about World of Color or any of our episodes, I would encourage you to do so, whether you'd like me to read the comments over the air or not. I definitely want to hear what your thoughts are about World of Color and all of our other episodes. And if you have not taken the opportunity to rate and review us over on iTunes, I would please encourage you to do so. It Every single rating does make a huge difference in helping us out on iTunes. So I'd encourage you to do so. And you can subscribe to us in so many places on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. So no matter what your preferred podcast channel is, please be sure to subscribe to us. And more importantly, please be sure to share out the podcast with your Disney friends. I certainly encourage you to share out your favorite episode or the podcast in general. If it is something that you enjoy and you know that other Disney friends in your life would enjoy it as well, uh, every new subscriber does make a huge difference. And lastly, and most importantly, as always, I would like to remind you that uh, it really doesn't take much to make your dreams come true. I know that Walt Disney expressed it and it's something that we hear time and time again from the Walt Disney Company and especially from Horizons. So remember, as always, that if you can dream it, you can do it. We'll see you next time. you enjoy the show and incidentally have a handkerchief handy if you're like me you're not only going to laugh a lot but you're going to shed a few happy tears so thanks for coming and again i'm sorry i can't be there with you personally for this occasion but here now is follow me boys